Hello, hello. Welcome to Engaging the Culture. My name is Josh Seaton. I'm the youth pastor at Life Point Church in Prescott Valley, Arizona. Uh, welcome to the, the first episode. I know we had, we had our pilot uh, episode uh, last week and uh, just kind of talking about what this podcast would be. But now we're actually getting into to the normal programming, the normal format of how this thing is, is going to work. And uh, yeah, so basically, uh, if you haven't heard that, you can go back and listen to it. But I will go ahead just quickly and repeat what exactly we are doing here. We are trying to uh, resource students, parents, and leaders alike and just really being able to have real conversations with students, things that are affecting them, things that are affecting the culture around them, and how to engage that from a biblical standpoint. So that's one of the the the, the mission and the vision behind what we are doing here. Uh, but the way that we are going to start this thing off each and every week is to actually kind of recap what um, what we've been talking about in our uh, youth uh, sermons uh, every Wednesday night. Uh, If you are not a part of the youth group or not a part of the youth ministry, maybe you're outside of the area, that is A-OK. We have a podcast for you to listen to. Uh, It is LifePoint Youth Audio Podcast. You can check out each and every uh, youth sermon that we have during Wednesday night services. Uh, And what we're going to do with this time is kind of go over those application pieces and try to figure out. Uh, what we can do to, to walk away. And I'm only going to take about uh, four or five minutes to, to do that. And then we'll move on to uh, more uh, more segments and things like that with a couple of uh, announcements and things in between. So stick around for that. But uh, it's actually funny that, that I say that it would be the one week that we're starting this thing up that um, our audio got corrupted from last night's uh, sermon. I'm recording this on Thursday. And uh, our audio got uh, kind of wiped just because of I don't know I don't know what man our our uh, our soundboard sometimes has a mind of its own. Um, hopefully we don't run into that issue uh, in the future. And I'm going to be looking at ways to kind of back that up to make sure that even if uh, we have a corrupted um, data that that we can still get the some sort of podcast form. Uh, up there so that we're not missing weeks. But this week we actually are missing uh, conflict. So what I'd like to do is, since this, this is the first Engaging the Culture uh, podcast where we're going to be breaking down the sermons, I'd like to kind of just take it from where we where we started. We uh, are doing an eight-week series on um, Song of Solomon and just hitting on intimacy, romance, attraction, dating, uh, marriage, conflict, all sorts of things that uh, take on your relationship. And... Um, it's been really fun. This was uh, something that was passed down to me from my youth pastor, and uh, it was something that I sat through uh, multiple times, and, and man, I just gleaned so much information from it that when I graduated college, I said, I have to have this sermon, have to have this series so that I can do it. Uh, I was able to even link up and find some of the things that he got from from uh, the original creator of this, which is... Um, and so uh, just really, really cool uh, to be able to, to do that. And so where, where are we in this thing? Well, we've hit attraction. We talked uh, heavily about character being integral to attraction, man. Uh, if you're physical, 
appearances, all that you have, it's going to fade away and, and you're going to be left with nothing. And so you have to find that character in your attraction. In dating, we talked about how intentional you have to be uh, in dating and making conversation and communication. You'll hear that word a ton. Communication is spread throughout this entire series. Uh, after we talked about dating, we uh, were, were talking about uh, commitment uh, or we were talking about uh, – sorry about that. I'm just missing and blanking a little bit. But after dating, we talked about uh, what it was like to, to feel uh, 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 emboldened by, 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 your, by your feelings. And so we were really hitting on that pre-engagement, that courtship aspect of, of, the, uh, uh, of this couple uh, between Solomon and the Shulamite woman. And um, we were really just talking about how you have to be intentional with your courting. Dating and, and courting are two separate things. Dating, uh, you have to do that in a safe way for sure. Uh, uh, courting is a little bit more intentional. It's a little bit more of a commitment in how you uh, are, are spending time with the person that you're dating or the person that you're with. So we talked about that. Uh, after courtship, we uh, went to wedding night. And we actually had our uh, discipleship pastor, my future grandfather-in-law, John Lutman, he decided to to come through and was was, uh, able to to speak on that. And it was a good time to be able to just hit on that stuff. We talked about conflict as well. And I know I'm kind of speeding through this. And conflict, uh, we really talked about how important it is to make sure that you're feeling validated in your conflict. Make sure you let God deal with that person and you step away and take yourself out of it because all we do is escalate the situation. And it's never a good thing when we do that. And uh, so we were really hitting on those pieces of uh, how, how to have good conflict management. I think the cool thing about this series, and I know I'm casting a wide scope, whenever we get back into the weekly grind of things, it'll be better, uh, more, more direct in the application aspect of what we're talking about here in this first segment. But um, I think what's so interesting about conflict is, um, the, the, or about this entire series, rather, is the fact that it's so applicable to whatever situation you're in, whether you're single, you can apply it to your friends. Uh, if you're single, you can also apply it and, and really form who you want to be with in the future. If you're dating somebody, it's a good way to look at what that relationship looks like currently and if it's something to continue. Uh, and and if you're, if you're in a, a really healthy relationship, it's just good reminders of how to really uh, be, be intentional about keeping uh, all of these things at the forefront of your relationship so that you can uh, see it through. You know, we have divorce rates going through the roof. We have uh, constantly, we, we come across broken homes. Uh, and that's not even just youth. That's adults now uh, who are dealing with that. And uh, it's, it's a big thing. So, um, man, our, our Song of Solomon series, uh, we, we are hitting a ton of relationships uh, uh, aspects of it. And, and if you are dealing with your relationships, uh, in your youth group, youth group, if you're a leader, maybe you're a parent and you have a student who is just now starting to date and you have to give them that birds and bees talk. Uh, this is a good supplementary, uh, thing to put to it so that you can go a little bit more in depth about why, uh, you make the rules or why you set up the boundaries that you do. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just, uh, it's, it's a really good thing for all ages, for all, uh, maybe not all ages. That was probably a bad thing to say. It's not all ages, but a mature age, 
um, and in whatever season, whether it's singleness, whether it's relationships, whether it's whatever. And so, um, so yeah, man, be sure to, to check out the life point audio podcast so you can check out what we do in the description. We try to fill out as much information for you to, to get what you're going to, uh, to see what you're going to get out of these podcasts. Um, we try to fill that out and, uh, we're going to be going through, uh, uh, in depth each and every week on this about how the, how to, how to really do some of those applications, uh, and put those into practice. Uh, again, I know I'm casting a wide net because we're trying to catch up with the rest of the series this week, but hopefully next week. And as we end song of Solomon, we'll be able to get more in depth and take that. If you have any questions, anything that you'd like to maybe ask me or ask, uh, uh, uh panelists and guests that we have who are coming on in the next couple of weeks about uh, relationships or anything, please let us know. Email me at Pastor Josh Seaton, Pastor Josh Seaton at gmail.com. We're taking all sorts of stuff. Uh, if you're a student in my ministry, shoot a text over to me. Um, if you're a parent, shoot a text. Uh, talk to me on Sundays. Talk to me on Wednesdays. I'd love to be able to get as much uh, of the questions and the things that you guys want to know in this as possible so uh this does that for for this segment uh i'm gonna go ahead and sign off for now we're gonna go ahead and go into announcements and then afterwards we're gonna talk about our big topic for how to engage the culture in 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 young people and and how to engage youth culture i'll be back in a minute hey it is josh again man um I just wanted to let you guys know if you are in our youth ministry or maybe you're just in the Arizona district, man, we have a lot of stuff going on. We actually only have two announcements uh, and uh, they're both pertaining to the district as a whole, man. On April 4th, we have uh, Fine Arts uh, that is still going ahead. It is going to be at Radiant Church uh, down in the Phoenix area. And um, man, we are so excited. If, If you have uh, uh, your registration forms, please get them to me or another youth leader at Life Point Church, um, by Sunday, Sunday, uh, so that we can get them in the mail and, and ready to go on Monday morning. Um, and make sure you have your money with you. It is $40 for the first selection and then it's $10 for whatever, uh, category that you want to participate in afterwards, man. We, uh, I love fine arts. Fine arts is such a good time and, and we just, we just love, uh, being able to, to do that. We also have camps. We have uh, our Arizona camp coming June 14th through the 16th. We're going to week six. It is going to be a blast. We are charging $250, but don't worry about the price because we're going to be doing a ton of fundraisers and uh, we're going to be doing a ton of uh, uh, raising money for you and maybe your friends to even get out to camp with us uh, here at Granite Hills. It's right in our backyard in Prescott, and we're just so excited for Arizona camp. We also are going to try to get to Dallas's YFN uh, in June. I believe it's the week after Arizona's camp. Now, we're going to try to get out there. It's open to high schoolers only. That price uh, is, is way uh, higher because of the fact that we have to get off-campus housing this year. Uh, so it is $500. Again, there's going to be some fundraising opportunities for you to get into. Uh, please let me know if you want to be interested. We have sign-ups in our youth group each and every week. You can sign up. Uh, Arizona District Camp has a, a registration portal um, on LifePoint's app and church website. So please go to to the church app or church website. If you are in our youth ministry and you're wanting to go and attend with us, uh, please make sure that you're doing that. Uh, it is complete. Well, not completely. 
but uh, you only have to put your deposit down as $50. We are in desperate need of uh, being able to, to know who we have because we, we can't give them numbers or, or we, we don't know the numbers if you're not signing up and making that commitment. So make sure Fine Arts on April 4th, get your stuff in on Sunday, March 16th or March 15th. And then also Youth Camp June 14th through the 17th. That does it for the announcements. We'll go into this next section right now. back i know i am kind of pulling triple duty with uh the announcements with uh the first half of uh looking at uh some of the sermons and things that we're doing at life point youth but now i really want to get into uh really the the bulk of what we're going to be doing what we're going to be talking about and that is the uh the thing that's really in the news everywhere from sports to schools, to churches, to everything. Uh, it is the coronavirus, man. Um, just in the past three days, this thing has taken over uh, national headlines. I mean, it's been in the news for weeks, uh, but there's always been some stuff to, to look forward to uh, that is slowly being taken away. I'm a huge sports fan. Uh, I was at church on Wednesday night and uh, was looking at my phone and one of the students came to me and said, you need to look up the NBA. I searched it and saw that they had postponed and, and uh, 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 suspended their season. I saw where the NCAA is now canceling the, the, the tournaments, which is insane to be this deep into March and not be looking forward to brackets and, and uh, all of that stuff. Uh, spring training is canceled, uh, postponed until further notice. They said that opening day could get uh, postponed all the way till March. Uh, it's it's a wild, wild thing that's hitting. Uh, schools are also being affected. Um, my mom is a is a uh, preschool and kindergarten teacher. I think I mentioned her in the pilot uh, episode, but um, we just got a notice from, or she just got a notice, I should say, that uh, they're going to be canceling school for at least two weeks leading into spring break. So that's three weeks of no school right before state testing. And man, that's a that's a heavy, heavy blow. Uh, and churches as well. Um, there's been countless governors. There's been a lot of uh, been a lot of talk uh, from leaders about canceling church services, uh, canceling gatherings. Uh, and, uh, man, it's, it's really weird. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a weird thing. It's, it's kind of, I was talking to one of the staff members, uh, at my church yesterday, like, man, it is just kind of fascinating, uh, to see the world at the standstill that it is, um, and to kind of see how people are reacting. So the, the big topics that we're going to be hitting on in this podcast Yes, they're they're massive. Yes, they take over the news. Yes, they're infiltrating every facet of our lives. But man, we have a calling, a clear calling, and a clear um, uh, 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 mission to to um, spread the the love and the hope of Jesus. Uh, and I think that in this time, it uh, it is heightening people 
to that uh, to that message. I think um, anytime a pandemic, an epidemic like this hits, there are people who are looking for answers. There are people who are looking for 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 calmness in the middle of, of craziness. They're looking for uh, steadiness. And uh, without getting too preachy at people, I think that there's a really cool opportunity we have to share the hope and the love of the unadulterated, unfiltered gospel with people. And because of the heightened sensitivity to this virus and and all of the circumstances around it, I think people are going to be open to listen to it and, and, and really respond to the words of Jesus and the stories of miracles and, and everything like that. I think that we have a really unique opportunity to invest in people, love on people, serve people in ways that, that um, pandemics don't create. You know, it's really, it's really hard to share the love of God and, and really explain to people why they need Jesus when everything is calm when their circumstances are are all kind of set, when they are uh, really you know comfortable in their life, but as soon as the scales start tipping in a certain direction, as soon as things start getting crazy, uh, and we see this constantly, man, people are overreacting. People are um, people are going crazy with this. Now, I will say this: we can't let it. We can't be making memes out of this. Uh, anymore, I think that that time is is done. I, I think, uh, just in my opinion, man, seeing all that stuff uh, really negates the the seriousness of the issue. I think I think both can be true, though. I think you can have people who are not taking it seriously enough, and I think you have people who do take it too seriously. Um, and uh, and I think you have to find that healthy balance. So, uh, with the time that we have left. Uh, I would like to just kind of uh, encourage you and give you as a youth student, you as a parent, you as a uh, leader, maybe you're at a workplace or, or whatever. Uh, if you're still in school, man, this is really applicable uh, when you're talking with your friends about this stuff. Listen, the first thing that we have to know and we have to keep going uh, uh, forward with is to keep truth at the center of, of this. Uh, the minute you start using slanted polls, the minute you start taking quotes out of context, the minute that you start negating what experts and people who are really close to the issue are saying is the moment that you're start going to lose your influence. And so people respect it when you can come from a place of, of talking from truth and, found, and, and have a foundational piece that's set on your truth. So I think when you're talking with your friends, when you're talking with your colleagues, leaders, when you're meeting with students and they have questions about it because they're trying to inform themselves, I think it's important to keep truth at the center of, of explaining the issues, uh, talking about it and creating that dialogue. Man, if you're, if you're using uh, really uh, poor news websites or you're taking quotes out of context like I was saying earlier, uh, you're going to make yourself – uh, seem like you don't care or don't know or you're insensitive and all three of those things can be really detrimental especially as Christians as people who are supposed to be light and salt to the world and so man you have to speak from a place of truth and make sure people know that you know what you're talking about uh, educate yourself inform yourself 
and really be able to have those intelligent discussions that come from a place of truth because people, especially people who are not uh, Christians, not not open to that, will really respect if you can hold a conversation uh, from a ba- from a basis and standpoint of truth. And so I think that that's the first thing moving forward. And how do we have conversations about this? How do we create a dialogue about it? It's coming from a place of truth. And um, also, I think the second thing here, and this is and this is what it is, is preach the unadulterated, unfiltered gospel. And man, we're talking about you got to speak from a place of truth. What better truth is there than the gospel? What better truth is there than the hope and the love of Jesus Christ? And I think that it, again, in the midst of the chaos, preaching the gospel make it is so uh, prevalent and so applicable to to the situations that we're going through. You know, Jesus was the one serving and and being there and and um and really reaching out to the sick, the hurting, and the broken throughout throughout all four of the gospels throughout the entire new testament that is what's preached and that is what's taught is man we gotta we gotta go out and we gotta reach these people we gotta talk about these people paul you look at him everything was what jesus had done and what jesus had done from him for him everything everything flowed out of that and so i think preaching the unfiltered unadulterated gospel is going to make an impact especially in the midst of the chaos you know, if we as Christians, believers, people who, who know what Jesus is to us, know who Jesus is to us, I should say, and also know what he can do in these situations, man, if we can act in, in calm, uh, in a calm manner, if we can have uh, an, an ability to keep our head uh, and, and show people, man, you can be level-headed in, in the midst of chaos, you can be uh, calm in the midst of a pandemic, you can... Uh, make sure that, you know, like you have faith and you have, you have uh, a hope in Jesus. I think that that story, that message, that, that, that the gospel, man, uh, it lends itself to being really, really prevalent, really, really close to the situation, uh, because so much is, is going crazy. And, and Jesus is that, that still in, in the midst of the chaos. He's that still, he's that calmness, he's that, that, that solid foundation that we can lay on in the midst of the chaos. And so um, I think in talking about this, moving forward with this, if you're a church leader, maybe you're the one making the decisions on if we're going to have service or if we're going to do this or do that, man, you have to come from a place of truth in talking about the issue. But then you also have to be just as true about what the gospel is and how we should preach it, how we should teach it, how we should share it. And I think that in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the confusion, in the midst of the paranoia, in the midst of this pandemic, man, the gospel can ring ever so true in in our world. And I think uh, if you're listening out there, maybe you're one of my friends and you see it, you know, when I post the, the link or whatever, like... Man, let me just tell you, if you're going crazy, if you're losing your head over this, there is hope and there is and there is a place to put your faith in, and that's Jesus. You know, um, we we believe, man, that he he is the Son of God. He was a healer. He was a miracle worker. He 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 died on a cross for us, and 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 the gospel message is is just as true today, even in the midst of the chaos as it was 2,000 years ago when it was actually being lived out, you know. And so 
with this with this virus, man, I think those two things are going to be really, really massive in um, in 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 engaging this topic, engaging this uh, this this phenomenon. You know, uh, am I upset about March Madness? Absolutely. Am I uh, really concerned about what this is going to do to the infrastructure of schools, the uh, stability of workers and, and the economics? Absolutely. But amidst all of it, amidst all of it, Jesus is still on the throne and I can put my faith and hope in him and know that he has the situation. This doesn't surprise him, you know, and uh, and I think that we can hold on to that truth. Man, thank you so much for, for listening. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time out to hear my two cents on this issue, to take those two things away. And so really, hopefully, hopefully this gives you a, a standpoint of, of a practical ways to engage this, this topic. Uh, if you would like to email us uh, or email me personally at pastorjoshseaton at gmail.com, hit me up with your thoughts or how you're engaging this, maybe how you're, uh, you're talking about this. You can also send me uh, a message on my Instagram at joshuaxseaton. I have Twitter as well. You can follow me there. Uh, we don't have any social media for engaging the culture just yet, um, but I'm going to be looking at it. I think what I'm going to do now is just kind of filter everything through my personal feed and and work from there, and we'll see what happens. So yeah, hit me up with your th- with uh, your comments, your your um, your additions, and we'll make sure to try to hit up some of those next week as we open the show. But um, but yeah, man, thank you so much for listening, and and I I hope and and, and uh, pray that this didn't come off too preachy because i'm not trying to make this too preachy but man the gospel is is clear the gospel is good and it is it is just uh so prevalent even now today thank you for listening to the show uh i won't take up any more of your time uh get back to doing whatever you're doing stay safe wash your hands you nasty sinners and uh i'll I'll catch you next week bye